$100 MBA show. Building a business is not always easy, but it can get a bit easier if you got the right skills and strategies. That's why we deliver our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. Make sure you check out all our free guides and courses over at 100mba.net. In today's episode, you will learn how much time does it take to be profitable? Many of us, when we think about starting a business, we think about how long do I have to wait until I'm actually making money? How patient do I need to be until my business is actually profitable? It's making a profit after all my expenses. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to turn that question on its head. And I'm going to answer that question, how long does it take to be profitable? But I'm going to allow you to see things a little bit differently, as well as have a proper action plan when it comes to starting a business and making sure your business is profitable. Because if you're not profitable, you're a charity organization. Not exactly, but you know what I mean. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by We Are Podcast. We Are Podcast is the largest podcasting conference in the Southern Hemisphere, and they're back in 2016 for round two. Learn from the best of podcasting with a mixture of keynotes, panel discussions, workshops, in-depth sessions, and a whole lot more. We would love to see you there in beautiful Brisbane, Australia. Come and check it out and save $100 off with the special link, wearepodcast.com slash 100MBA. Again, that's wearepodcast.com slash 100MBA. Many people get into a business, start a business thinking, okay, I'm not going to be profitable at the start. It's going to take me a long time to make money. I'm going to be putting a lot of money down. I might not be profitable for a year or two. I say baloney. I say you don't have that mentality. I think that's a very dangerous mentality to have. I say only start a business if it's profitable. Now, I speak about this a lot on the show, the idea of having a minimal viable product or a minimal viable offer. Breaking down your business idea, the value of your business, what you're going to be offering to its simplest form. I use this example a lot, but I'm going to use it again today to show exactly what I mean. You want to start a t-shirt business. You want to sell graphic tees. You think you have some amazing designs. You think it's going to be a hit, but will it be profitable? The fastest and easy way to do this, print five t-shirts and sell it at a price that's more than its cost. So if the t-shirt costs you $20 a make, sell it for 30 or 25 or whatever. But the point here is, is that you got to make a profit from the get-go. Sell those five t-shirts to your closest friends. If you could sell those five t-shirts and make a profit, then you have a potential business on your hands. Now, obviously there's other steps and other things you're going to need to do to completely validate this business idea. But the point here is is that you want to see if you're profitable from day one. There's no reason for you to validate an idea that's not profitable. What's the point of that? That's not a business. So from the get-go, from the minimal viable product or offer, make sure that you're profitable. So really the answer is you are profitable from day one. You don't have to wait too long. As soon as you can produce the product and sell it to other people, you should be profitable. Now you might be saying, hey, hold on, Omar. You know, this is going to be a t-shirt shop. You know, selling five t-shirts to friends is not really uh, the actual business. I'm going to have other costs involved. My profit margins are going to go down because my costs are going to go up. Completely understand. Especially with this example, because I had a clothing line business. This was one of my businesses that I had. So the point here is that you're going to scale up according to your needs while staying profitable. So let's say, for example, you are a t-shirt business. 
you sold your t-shirts, your five t-shirts to your friends, and you made a profit. Now it's time to move it to the next level. Can you sell 50 t-shirts? How are you going to sell 50 t-shirts? You may not know 50 people offhand, so you may need a table at the local flea market. Or better yet, sell them on eBay. Which one's going to give you a higher profit margin? Probably eBay, because you don't have to rent a table. And you can sell these t-shirts even when you're asleep. With the flea market, you may have a couple of days a week on the weekend to sell them. You have to be present. There's other costs involved, not just financial costs, but time as well. Resources. So set up your t-shirt shop on eBay. Now, yes, you could have a website, you could do all that stuff. That can happen later on. Let's take it step by step. We want to validate it and validate the profitability at each stage. So let's try to sell 50 t-shirts on eBay. You sell all 50 t-shirts on eBay at that price. Now, obviously, now you're producing t-shirts at a higher rate. So the cost of producing five t-shirts is going to be different from 50. So your cost is going to go a little bit down. So your profitability should be a little bit higher. So your actual price point can be you know, wiggled around a little bit. So if you were selling of 30, maybe you could sell for 28 and still make a profit, still make the same profit because again, your cost going down. If you roll your eyes at the idea of eBay, you don't want to do it online, then don't make excuses. Go to the flea market, pay the price, but up your prices to cover your costs to stay profitable. You know why? Because if you don't sell those 50 t-shirts at the flea market or on eBay, then you know you have something wrong with your business model. It's not profitable. And you're doing it at an early stage before you really dump a lot of money and time on it. You can make some changes. You could pivot. Your cost of doing business is a lot less. The cost of a mistake is a lot less. So today's episode was a little bit of a trick question. How much time does it take to be profitable? Well, the answer is you shouldn't wait. You should be profitable from day one. And you shouldn't continue if you're not profitable. This is my personal advice. There are a lot of people that would disagree with my advice. Some people say, no, you should dump a lot of money, go big, go after the market. I'm the kind of person that likes to do business with as low risk as possible. There is inherent risk. You're going to have to take some risks. But if I can manage that risk, that makes me a little bit of a smarter business person. It allows me to plan properly. So let's go back to our example. We sell 50 t-shirts on eBay or at the flea market. Next step, let's see if we can sell 300 or 500 t-shirts. Now it's getting a little bit interesting. You can continue to do it at eBay or a trade show or a flea market and see how long that takes and see how much money it's going to take and see how profitable you're going to be with there. Now, obviously, your costs are going to go even lower now that you're producing 500 t-shirts. Now, by this time, you're going to know which t-shirts sell, which don't, all that kind of stuff. You're working out your policies like return policies and things like that. You see how making sure you're profitable along the way allows you to manage your risk. Let's say, for example, you're at this point where you're trying to sell 500 t-shirts and you can't sell those 500 t-shirts for your life. For some reason, it's just not working out. You lower the price and now you're able to sell it. Now you can really gauge your profitability. But let's say you lower the price even more to cost and now it starts selling. Now you know, okay, I got to do something with my business model because I can't sell things at cost. I have to stay profitable. A business only can be viable if it's profitable, right? Now we're talking small businesses here. I'm not talking about Twitter here. Twitter has an incredible evaluation because of the projected growth that they're going to have. But the point of this exercise, the point of these examples is to show you that you can change things along the way when you take it in steps and stages and stay profitable along the way. Once you hit a point where you're like, oh, I can't sell at this point anymore. I got to lower the price. Are you still profitable? Yes, I am. Okay, fine. That's, that's okay. But if not... If you're breaking even or even lower, you got to go back to the drawing board and you need to kind of rechange things up. You have to change whether it's the actual supplier for your t-shirts, whether it's the audience you're going after. Maybe you need an audience that's not so price sensitive. 
It's a lot of things you can recalculate. But at least you didn't lose all that money along the way. You didn't start out with 50,000 t-shirts. You know, you actually made money along the way. So you shouldn't be struggling and waiting to be profitable. You should be profitable from the get-go. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Quip. The way we work today is frankly dumb. Drowning in email, interrupted by meetings, and getting nothing done. Stop asking yourself, where's that file? What decision was made? Who's responsible for that? Quit working dumb. It's not your fault. It's the tools you use. Work with Quip. With Quip, you communicate with little email as possible. Each living document created in Quip has built-in chat functions so you can communicate with your team. Real-time communication about the content being created. I love this because it's like everybody's in on the project. No more email chains and sharing links and attachments via email. Easily manage your team with shared folders and notifications. Quip also features Slack integration. So if you love using Slack, it integrates beautifully with them. Today, over a million users and thousands of teams have adopted Quip's living documents over email, files, and superfluous chat. I mean, take a look at some of the companies that use Quip. Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, CNN, Quora, New Relic, Product Hunt, Stripe, and a whole lot more. Try it out for yourself. Get six months of Quip team plan for free when you visit quip.com slash MBA. That's Q-U-I-P dot com slash MBA. The whole point of today's episode is to change the way you look at profitability in your business. See profitability as something that you must have from the get-go. Don't keep dumping money into something that's not profitable. I'm not saying to scrap the whole idea, but maybe you have to tweak things in the idea. Maybe you have to tweak the way you're structuring your business or the way you're selling your products and services. If you're not profitable at the start, you need to question that. You have to ask the question, why are you not profitable? I know the examples I gave today may seem simple, but business is actually not that complicated especially when you're first getting started. You got to break it down to its simplest form and make sure that you are profitable. You see, when you're not profitable at the start, the problem gets worse. It doesn't get better. You might start off by being at a loss of $300 a month. Then it becomes 1000 Then it becomes 5000 Then you're in debt. Then you really can't start this business. So start off on the right foot. I hope today's lesson was helpful. Let us know in an iTunes rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. Make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast so you get all our episodes automatically. And remember, guys, every weekend we answer your questions on the show on Q&A weekends. If you have a question, just email us at support at businessrepublic.net. All right, before I go, I want to leave you with this. The reason why I stress profitability from the start is because I know how stressful debt could be. Debt could be really the demise of you and your entrepreneurial spirit. Don't start off on the wrong foot. Make sure you're profitable. If people don't want what you're selling from the get-go, especially when you're just selling it to a few people, that's a sign. You need to really, really think about your business, especially at the start. Even when it's just a few people, the people that you're showing it to, your target market, they should be saying, wow, I've been looking for this. This is incredible. How much is this? I'd like to buy one now. If everybody that you think should be your target market is looking at your product and saying, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if I want to buy this, it's a little bit too expensive, you need to go back to the drawing board and rethink your product or service. It's better to do this now than dumping a whole lot of money on a business or a product that nobody wants. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care. <laughs>